Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Welcome back, everyone, to Inside Sources on a Tuesday. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. We're continuing to monitor the uh, hearing in the United States Senate around coronavirus. We've heard uh, comments from Dr. Fauci and other experts uh, as they have been quizzed and uh, questioned by various members of the Senate. Uh, Utah's Mitt Romney uh, asked a lot of questions about testing, which was very interesting to see that that was where he focused uh, and uh, we'll continue to monitor that here on KSL News Radio throughout the day today. So stay with us for further breakdown there. I think they'll do some additional questioning a little later on this afternoon. Uh, and so we'll continue to monitor that. And to me, the, the really interesting thing is, uh, again, it, it's great to have this conversation in Washington, but this really is a state by state effort and a state by state issue. Uh, as was reported earlier today, Utah is in a very good spot, least volatile of the uh, or vulnerable of the states uh, moving forward. And again, it's it's a behavior thing. Uh, and so how we open up, uh, we mentioned before that over 61 percent of Americans across the board say that any business that should that can follow the guidelines in terms of social distancing, uh, masks and sanitation, keeping things sanitized, uh, all of those things uh, that they should be able to open up. Uh, and go. And so, again, a lot of that comes down to uh, states' rights and federalism. And so, an interesting balance there. Uh, and so, we're going to bring it back to that uh, level. We've got uh, Representative Kim Coleman on the line with us today. A Utah State Representative is uh, running for Congress in the 4th District primary coming up here at the end of June, late June primary. Uh, Kim, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Uh, you're, uh, you're absolutely right about these sort of one size fits all policies that government's never, ever good at. <laughs> and uh, Utah's been economically strong for so long, uh, from Forbes to rich states, poor states. We, uh, we've been ranked number one for economic outlook. And, and I think that's a, a big reason why we're doing as well as we are and better than other states. And it is kind of, it's in our DNA to, to uh, be, be more economically responsible and personally responsible in our state. But, yeah, let's open up. Let's get businesses operational again that can do it safely. Yeah, it's uh, it really is time to start taking those things and doing it responsibly. Again, as long as as long as we get the right behavior, uh, then we can we can deal with things and, and move it forward that way. Uh, obviously, this uh, pandemic has altered I think the way you expected to run your race for uh, to get the Republican nomination uh, in the fourth district, and again the the countdown is on. I think we're forty nine days away from the primary, and of course the winner will take on uh, Representative Ben McAdams in the fall. Uh, what have you learned through the uh, unique campaign format this year? Well, I, of course I've already won the first election, and I, I wanted to make sure we got that out there. Uh, Utah's first election is in our convention, and, and I did uh, did prevail in that. And two of us moved forward to uh, the, the Fuller primary election in, in several weeks from now. But 
Uh, you know, politics is local and politics is personal. And it, it is, it's so much different to not be able to look as many people in the eyes as, as I'd like and to, to hear their stories and, and to get them, to know them on, on that personal level. And that's what, uh, you know, that's what motivates me. That's why I, I serve now in the Utah House is, is the relationships that I have with people and wanting to serve them and they're trusting me to serve them. And so scaling it up <laughs> to a congressional race and not really be able to, to, to touch people and be close to them and, and, and mingle with them uh, is really very, very different. But we've had to be creative and innovative, and that's another strength of our campaign and, and a good reason why we won is first the relationships we already had, but then uh, being innovative and in, in, uh, like so many businesses have had to do, like government's been pressed to do, uh, you know, we've done the same as, as we've adapted and uh, tried through digital means, of course, to to reach people. We're very active in social media and in the digital space. So we try to get into people's living rooms as much as possible. <laughs> and uh, that seems to be working for us. Oh, very good. Uh, if you're just joining us, we have Representative Kim Coleman on the line. She is a candidate in Utah's fourth congressional district. And so I, I want to take it to the, to the Washington level. Obviously you're uh, going to take on, uh, if you can win you, as you said, you won the convention. Uh, the uh, primary is 49 days away. If you're able to navigate that, you'll uh, face off with uh, Representative Ben McAdams in the fall. And so let's let's get some national perspective to this. Uh, Congress is just coming back into session. Uh, the Senate's been in session for about a week. Uh, if you were back there in the halls of Congress uh, this week, what would you hope the uh, the focus would be? Well, you know, today uh, we we do have Nancy Pelosi releasing her her next plan for the next round of stimulus and. Uh, you know, just just the junk that's in that. I mean, this highlights just once again why, you know, we shouldn't have a Republican Congress, a, a Republican Senate trying to negotiate with Democrats in the House. Uh, this is where we're going to get pork. This is where we're going to get um, just un- unreasonable things and things that go beyond responding to to the uh, disease. It's 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 getting every Democratic pet project into a bill. Uh, in the name of a crisis, and uh, you know that's that's a tactic. That's not where where we should be. And um, I, you know, we talked about Utah being more responsible. Utah taking care of its financial house for so long. Uh, Nancy Pelosi would like Utah to bail out states who have not been that responsible. Uh, the Democrats in the House would like red states to start bailing out blue states. And, you know, we did our part, and we, we have been financially strong, and why should, we, why should we bail out bad pension plans in other states and things like that? So, so I would be holding the line on, on that, oh, gosh, 24-plus trillion dollar uh, debt that we, we just don't want to add to. If we want to take care of our people in responsible ways and people who are hurting and suffering and, and just insecure about about their their lives, their jobs, their future, but but without um, without without bringing down the the, the economic future right. of the country, and that's really the the balance that we've got to strike there. 
Very good. Very good. Uh, Kim Coleman, uh, candidate in the 4th Congressional District. Uh, appreciate you joining us here on Inside Sources today. And it is so true. We have to be careful in our rush to alleviate the suffering of some. We have to make sure we're not creating suffering for many, many more. Kim, thanks for joining us today. Thank you. All right, we're going to go ahead and step aside for bottom of the hour news. When we come back, I had a chance to uh, chat this morning with Senator Mike Lee, who has an interesting bipartisan proposal with Pat Leahy uh, going to the Senate this week on uh, security. You want to hear about this? Stay with us on KSL News Radio. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought. There are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.